0: Welcome to Make Your Life Magnificent with coaches
1: Jackie and Mimi, co-founders of The Resting Mind. We're keeping it real with Generation X Women talking about the stuff that keeps you up at night, from managing the demands of your career to finding happiness in your life and everything in between. Each week, we'll help you close the gap between your conscious goals, the results you
0: want to achieve, and your subconscious settings, your thoughts and beliefs, by sharing tools and strategies based in brain science... And energy we absolutely have to be responsible for managing our own health period it's obvious how no one will push us to slow down to not take on more or to say no instead the demands around us will keep impeding on us chipping away at us tiny bits of energy that we had reserved for ourselves will go away We know you hear so much about self-care, probably too much. Our fear is that women will become numb to this reminder and begin to tune it out altogether. We absolutely, 100%, without a doubt, must move our own health needs to the top of our priority list. We polled 1,200 women in our amazing Facebook community, Just Gen X Talking Business, Career, and Life with Bold and Brave Women, about their self-care habits, feelings, and practices. And today, we're going to share their thoughts with you, and along with a few of our own. Hey, Jackie. Hello, hello. All right, I think we need to come clean. We are totally... <laughs> we are dedicated to our craft of podcasting. <laughs> craft of podcasting. <laughs> and to make sure that we are always recording... And
1: bringing you new <laughs> content every week, no matter what is going on in our lives, no, no matter, matter what's what. going on in the world. Right. I mean, we have done this every week for weeks, for over well over a year now. Well, anyway, we are <laughs> sitting in Jackie's car recording because she is having construction done in her house, and this was the only way that we can get a podcast episode. So we're sitting in our car. You probably hear birds chirping. It's a lovely day. It I mean, is this is much better day. than yesterday, which was raining. I know. We Mimi wanted to, to do, do it. it
0: outside, but it's just it, there's too many noises in background, so we're hoping that the sound is good. So bear with us. We are laughing because Mimi's like, I am dying of heat already. I, I I'm like, dying, and I'm,
1: I'm getting like a little car sick, and we're not even moving. <laughs> But well, we we love you, ladies. So we want to make sure yes. that we don't miss a and, week. And this is an important week because we're talking about self care, and self care is more important than ever as we've gotten older. I also think that it's a very trendy word. So yay, self care! Like yeah, and uh, but we need to talk about what it is and what it isn't, and why it's important, and give yourself the permission to do
0: that. Yeah, We don't give ourselves permission, no. oh, we say we do, it's lip service, so we really want to dig into this. Ladies, yeah. if you are not part of our community, Just Gen X, talking business, career, and life with bold and brave women, do us a favor, pause this, this episode, go to the show notes, click on the link, join us, because I have to tell you, this is absolutely amazing, because when we wanted to really talk about self-care, we asked our community to get involved, to share their practices with us, to talk about self-care, to even talk about if they do it enough, and gosh, the feedback was incredible. We're going to share that with you a little bit later on in the episode, but come and join this community because it is outstanding place for you as a Gen X woman in business or as you build your career to really have the kind of support that, you re- that you're looking for. And there goes the truck. <laughs> You hear ladies? All right. We're, we're, dedicated, well, we're dedicated to our dedicated. craft. Listen, you're making me laugh, but it's a craft. All right. <laughs> it is a craft. All right. So, <laughs> ladies, I do believe Gen X women have the hardest time with, with this whole self-care nonsense. I, I'm going to say that out loud <laughs> because because we do, and it's not based in any research except my own findings. We, So there's no science fact that we are the hardest generation for self-care, uh, but I'm going to say we are the generation that just overcompensates for being latchkey kids i think we take everything to the nth degree we want to be on the soccer field watching every single one of our kids games we want to volunteer for the pta we want to be high achievers at work super wife homemaker we grew up with martha stewart we We all wanted to be martha stewart ladies your your table doesn't have to be perfectly set every single night we're also the daughter who wants to make sure our parents have everything we need it is on us and i can tell you i'm exhausted just talking about it as a generation we put so much pressure on ourselves and, and as latchkey kids we overcompensate for
1: it you know i think there's something else at play as well in addition to to all the things you said, Jackie, but I think there's also some fear and also habit like built into this. So fear that we've had to work so hard in our jobs because we really entered the job force. We've talked about this before when we were in recession, we've been so hard hit our generation by different things that have come up in the world while we've been in our careers. So I think that there is this place of fear where we just can't let the ball drop, especially when it comes to work. And I also think that that becomes a bad habit, right? So even if the economy is good or things are going great in your job, it just becomes a habit to always, always deliver. I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted to add, because that
0: just sparked something for me. Mm -hmm. I think another reason why we work so hard is because as latchkey kids or as kids of divorce, we as women want to make sure that we have security Yeah, and security in our career, which made us make safe choices, not necessarily great choices, but it also made us the workhorse because we didn't want to be in the situation. Many of our parents, I mean, you and I are both very lucky. We came from homes that Our family, our parents are still together. Mm -hmm. My parents would have still been together had my dad not passed away. And I think that may, you know, I didn't have this hard work fear. Like, what if I don't work hard enough? What if I get divorced and I'm out on the street, right? So there's all of those other things as well. Because, you know, there are so many people, friends of mine, whose parents got divorced. And the the mom was not in a position to take care of herself. Yeah. Well,
1: my grandmother was a single Mother, You know, she raised my, my father completely on her own, which was almost unheard of back then. Yeah. But I also do remember her telling me, like, make sure, because she left a very abusive, my grandfather was abusive, so she left him, which was, like, also unheard of. And I remember her saying something like, make sure you can take care of yourself in case you need to take a hike. <laughs> I didn't really get it, like, when I was young. But then I understood that, like, she really, you know, so she had to work hard. She had to listen to what the boss said. Her whole, everything was hinging upon that, you know, so I could see where that comes from. One other thing I want to mention is, have you ever had an afternoon that you find that, like, oh, my God, I have nothing to do, and it feels uncomfortable? I have found that. Have you? You're laughing. I'm but... laughing because
0: this is so funny. So I got I want to share a story that ha- story time. <laughs> I want to share a story of what happened yesterday. So yesterday, I was working all day and it was about 4:15 and my daughter had a friend over and she said, "Mom, can you take us up to Rite Aid? We want to get some candy, we want to do some experiments." I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I was like Peyton, you know, I'm working in the middle, please, mom, please. Okay, it's Rite Aid is literally up the block. So I'm I'm was working, so I wasn't really thinking. I grabbed my bag, I'd go up to Rite Aid, and her and her friend wa- run into the store, and I had, was like, I'm just going to wait in the car. I realized they didn't have my phone. Oh. And I was completely uncomfortable. Yes. And then I thought about how I needed to be stimulated, how the radio- listening to music alone wasn't enough. Uh, and it, I went through this whole realization of how much... I have created this need to be overstimulated all the time. So I ended up consciously closing my eyes, doing box breathing, Uh and really thinking about nothing i was like i forced myself it was uncomfortable to your sure. point it was uncomfortable yeah i really wanted to I, i'm much more comfortable doing that early in the morning or later in the day just yeah. because my body is tired but in the middle of the day i felt like it was wasted 15 minutes while i, waited I could for her. See,
1: especially you because you're like i know that one of your core values is really efficiency oh i was
0: waiting for mimi to come out of
1: the house and i was tapping my foot I knew you were. I was in the bathroom. I was peeing and I was like, I better speed it up because I'm sure she's like, where is she? I I wasn't really mad
0: or anything. It was just, I knew that that's where my mind went and I was like, uh,
1: I knew, I was sitting on the (laughs) toilet thinking, oh, Jackie's thinking, where is she? Speed it up. I knew it. I just, we only have so much time to record the podcast. We, we, so I'm No, I'm I'm going to tell you, uh, side note. Before we do, whenever we, like, do a big presentation to a big group or something like that, Jackie literally sits next to me like this. (sighs) She's so excited, and I'm, like, just trying to compose myself, and she's like
0: a puppy. I'm the Jack Russell of humans. You've heard me say it. It's I truly... live up to my name 100%. Whoa, you're not kidding. All right, anyway. <laughs> Let's so... talk about what self-care... I think a lot of times people think self-care <laughs> oh, is like Jackie. long weekends, long massages, um, bubble baths with wine mm-hmm. and music. Yeah, okay, that's self-care. But I think right. there's so many other things that we need to recognize as self-care because they're just can be stolen moments and there's a way for us to really think about how do we create more stolen moments throughout our day. And I wanted to touch Mm -hmm. on that because I know when I go on vacation, as much as I love vacation, I start panicking about the pileup, the pileup of mail, the pileup of work. I hate that. I want to go and go get a massage. I've said to Scott, I'm going to schedule a massage. It's been four weeks. I still haven't scheduled a massage, not because of COVID, but because... I know that that two hours out of my day is going to set me back. And so I know as overachievers, oftentimes those big moments of self-care actually make us more uncomfortable. And if that's the case, I'm not saying not to do them, but you then need to really be conscious about having those stolen self-care moments of small little wins throughout the day several times a day. Right.
1: And these are the things that we should be doing anyway just to really take good care of ourselves as we're getting older i you know i know i'm gonna get hate mail for this but i'm gonna say it we're getting older and i feel no, it
0: it's no it's not hate mail it's the you know mail, it's, it's i the feel mail. it
1: and i know that if i don't do certain things like i don't look the same i don't feel the same and it's just gonna get worse yeah <laughs> so you know we've got if anything is for me i know like when my back went out and then i got the shingles and all this other stuff that happened I felt like, you know what, if I don't really start to put myself first, like this whole enterprise is going to fall down. And I don't mean Jackie and I, I mean like my parents, the people that rely on me, the kids, like the nieces and nephews, that kind of stuff it's all going to crumble. It's all going to crumble. Like, so I need to take care of myself.
0: And that's why, you know, giving yourself this opportunity to recharge and recalibrate and reconnect with yourself before the pressure cooker goes off is super critical. And we need to get more comfortable doing that because, you know, if you guys have listened to our episode on, you know, wearing your badge of busy, we know that busy is status. Busy is something that really makes us feel important. Busy makes us feel like we're doing, but but doing isn't good for us. Doing all the time isn't good for us. And we need to get much more comfortable in the quiet zone. So I want to I wanna really encourage you guys to do that. And, and so let's talk a little bit about some ways to do that. One of the things that is a very simple self-care tool and tactic that nobody talks about is our self-talk. How many times are you not kind to yourself? I didn't get enough done. Why am I so stupid? Why did I eat that piece of chocolate? My God, my thighs are rubbing together. It doesn't really matter. How often are we saying
1: these things to ourselves? You know, it breaks my heart. Like, I hear so many people, so many women, even friends, like, where they really diss themselves on a regular basis. Yes. Like they're always dissing themselves and I, it breaks my heart. And I it do fr- it. And if I And I'm a coach. Me. I do it to I, myself. Yeah, I'm I, human. I, I like know we do. I get we mad do. at myself.
0: I ate caramel popcorn last night. I've been so good and I got mad at myself. I was like Alright but what did, why did I do that? What was the point? I know I didn't even want it while I was eating like and I got I got, got in this whole thing of myself and I was like Then let's just start right now changing it. Yeah. Like, but it was a, I had to go through that whole thing to actually coach myself
1: to not it. beat myself up over this one choice I'm that I made. I'm talking about, though, the women that really think they're, like, they call themselves losers all the time. I cannot, I, it it breaks my heart, you know? And I don't
0: know if there's, I think there's a lot more people who just say things about themselves, their appearance, their mindset, their this, that, on an ongoing basis. And it's not that they would describe themselves as losers, but they would think, I didn't get enough done. Even that, mm-hmm. I should have been doing this. Yeah. Even that isn't self-care. That's no, really it's not. That's really putting pressure. It's so not. really watch those little language yeah. things that you we do. We did a whole
1: episode on, didn't we do a whole episode on talking about should then, yes, you know, watch your mean, language? Yes, and exactly.
0: Yeah. And really watching your shoulds. The other thing, too, that I want to talk about, which is, which is something I don't think people think about, is how are you processing your emotions? So when you think about, you know you as a human? Are you processing your emotions? Are you, are you actually giving yourself space to feel what you're feeling, accept what you're feeling, and then, then turning around and, and then digging through and understanding how you can alleviate that emotion from taking control? And I think that's a big pause that I want to talk about for a second. You know, we want to stay busy, and when we stay busy, we don't feel our emotions. Like, so think about this past year what's happened in families alone. All of a sudden, the enti- you didn't just slow down, the entire world slowed down. Bam! Divorce rates are up. Right. People leaving their jobs. Their depression is at an all-time high. Why? Because they didn't have anything to distract them from their feelings. Ladies, we can't get to that point again. That is, it's so... It's so
1: important. You know, I never really understood the power of processing emotion. And even as a coach... Yeah, like I understood it was important, but, but really in the past six months, I have realized how critical it is. Jackie could tell you, I'm, I'm like, one. I want to take action. I do not want to sit around thinking right. about how I feel. Right. And I have realized I'm working with... An amazing coach, her name is Sarah Trapkus, and she talks all about the energy body of your emotions and how to really break that apart. And she is, I really highly recommend checking her out. She's also a client of ours. She is really gifted. Um she's just it's it's fascinating work and something you probably never really thought about. You know, like, you probably thought, oh, I laugh, I cry, whatever. No, we're talking about, like, getting to the root of your emotions. It's pretty powerful. Um,
0: you know, I want to say something, too, that my, that that sparks something in me. I think women and men, we don't actually describe our emotions the right way either, no. right? So we, we'll say things like, I'm really depressed today. Well... Are you really depressed, or do you just feel blah? Mm-hmm. Or oh, I'm so happy. Is what's the difference between happy and joy and exuberant and and um, and light and airy? So we, we just we kind of go to the lowest common denominator in the way we describe our feelings. And a great exercise that you can do for yourself is to really start identifying the difference in yourself between sad and blah and depressed and down and happy and bored and tired, all of these things. I had a friend, my first job out of school, my friend Kathy, she's so funny. She, she's so funny, but she used to do this thing. She used to walk around and she used to go, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so Like that was her favorite line. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I was like, Kath, you... How tired can uh, you freaking be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How tired can you be? You're like a single woman. You work in the city but you live in Queens. Like, how tired can you be? Your job isn't that much pressure? And she's like, Oh. She's like, I'm not tired. I'm bored yeah and it was like an I, I wasn't a coach I was just like I, it was an aha moment she yeah. used to say I'm t- so tired and I used to go what I can, what? We're tired. She'd go I need energy men in black, men in black. <laughs> and she used to do this little dance to try to get her energy up but it was boredom yeah and she didn't identify it she used to call it tired something so simple as that but we as right. humans need to identify those emotions and, and what's really going on in our bodies so we can address yes, it and manage that's it. that's what I was gonna say yeah if you heard us giggling it's because we needed a door open.
1: We did. <laughs> we need we need break needed to... it's
0: like an oven. <laughs> it in is here. like an oven in here. Okay. So we as we told you, we talked with our amazing community and we asked them what self-care is. So we want to talk about some of their suggestions. We also want to tell you some of our thoughts around self-care. But before we do that, I do want to talk about what self-care isn't. Self-care ladies is not having wine every night and several glasses. Self-care is not eating a bunch of chocolate. (laughs) Self-care is not shopping to make yourself Um. feel better. Self-care is not saying yes to be the good guy and to be liked by everybody. Self-care is not getting lost on social media which makes you feel bad about yourself right that's what self-care isn't and sometimes you, self-care, that,
1: yeah sometimes self-care also feels uncomfortable because you're denying yourself five pieces of chocolate yes. and it feels uncomfortable. But one in the piece long of chocolate
0: could be a piece of it could be self care.
1: But it's the difference between
0: using these things that we get addicted to as yes. tools to make us feel better, and to not feel what we're really feeling. So I needed to say that because I'm I, so I want to make sure. Because uh, so I want to make sure that we don't confuse that that television moment we all watch as women. If you watch any, I'm going to challenge you ladies, if you watch any TV show where a woman goes home at night, I guarantee you there will be a glass of wine presented in four out of five shows. She is sipping a glass of wine. It is a phenomenon that is raging through us, and so we have—we have—we have, we have, we have declared, listen to our episode with Veronica Valley. Yes, we have. We have seen that that is our self-care. Uh, mommy needs a glass of wine. Look. I love my glass of wine. I love to have a glass of wine. But if we're using it for self care, we really need to be careful. All right. of it. Any of those things. Shopping, any of any those of it. bad bad habits that can turn into something that can send you down a spiral. Okay, ladies. So let's talk a little bit about do you wanna talk a little bit about
1: some of the women um, and what they think self care is and we're gonna share them with yeah, you. Yeah, I I'm so grateful for our community to mm-hmm. our community for sharing their tips. I I really am. am. I want to say that. So thank you, ladies. Okay, so Erin Shaw
0: Street said, Self-care to me looks like working a recovery program and staying sober, taking care of my medical needs, exciting stuff like going to the doctor, but spending intentional time with people who are uplifting and doing things that nurture my spirit. Reading, making and being around art, moving my body. It looks like having and using my boundaries, knowing my limits, and being firmly rooted in spiritual growth. Yes. Thank you, Erin. That makes so much sense to me. And I I love this line that says surrounding myself with people who are uplifting. I recently had a conversation with a friend of mine and I said to her, I want to thank you. And she said, for what? I said, for being the one person that no matter what, I always feel better after I've been with you. Like, no matter what, she just, she's my best friend since I'm 10. She knows me no matter what. We laugh, we cry, but no, I always feel better when I walk away from her. And that is such a gift. And so really surround yourself... Identify, like after you've walked away from someone and spent time. How do I feel? How do I feel and make sure that they're uplifting? Mimi, you want to talk a little bit about what
1: Suzanne Kristen said? Sure. So she said, this may sound trite and overused, but I deliberately listen to my body and note what it's signaling. Then I try to keep balance and accommodate it. There are busy, always busy times when it can't happen as much, but I've learned to trust my instincts. If it's rest, I rest. If I need company, I prioritize social events. Social event equals, hey, let's go for coffee. Or, if it's pet time, I cuddle with my kitty. I love that. Me too. I've learned to trust that when I take this time, when everything in me just wants to push on, my body and soul recover. And I'm way better off and way more productive after. It's only taken 50-some years for me to figure this out for myself. This is brilliant. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Suzanne. So next is Jennifer Gray. Jennifer said, getting in as many steps as I can. My walks center me. It's a time I can turn off the phone to enjoy fresh air, rain, or sun. I need my walk every day. So good. I love that she said she turned off the phone. Me too. So often when, when I work with clients and they are struggling to find their self-care and they walk, they're like, I just don't feel rejuvenated. I walk. And I'm, I ask them if they listen to podcasts. Or what they're doing. And oftentimes they listen to podcasts for their betterment. And I that's why. While you think it's uplifting, you're over-processing. You're really not giving your brain time to quiet down. So really think about maybe spa music or a meditation walk. Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza has an incredible one, really you, powerful. I have to get that It's you. really crazy powerful. Um, but that's another one. Or just a quiet meditation music or... Or just regular music that makes you feel good, but something that lets you get lost. So I wanted
1: to encourage that. And emphasize I'm going to put that. that in the show notes. The yeah. walking meditation, just so everyone knows. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is from Cheryl Harris Camp, and she says making the time to work out every day. That's Jackie. Me. Yeah. That's I, me. I was just immediately. Well, I don't
0: do it every day, but I do. I need a high intensity four days a week. <laughs> otherwise,
1: I <laughs> otherwise um, she's I sitting feel next uncentered. to me tapping her foot when I I'm didn't trying to go out to the today. bathroom. So that's why. Is
0: that my fault? No, I'm telling you why I tapped my foot. <laughs> I, so when I used, when I was younger, sidebar so story time with Jackie, when I was younger, I used to have to work out at the end of the day, every day. Otherwise
1: I couldn't sleep. I needed to expel every ounce of energy that I had left. Well, do you want to hear something interesting? Yesterday I was doing some, I had clients all day and then I wanted to do some work for a client. Like, And it was pretty heavy thought work for a client. So I worked and I had no downtime. I did decide to read a book it was uh, Martha Stewart magazine, like just to give, but still I had a very hard time unwinding because I worked too much. Yeah. I worked too close to bedtime and my brain was overstimulated. Yep. You have so, to be very yeah. careful
0: about how you do that. So there's a couple more I want to, I wanted to share with you. Self-care is something pampering, giving myself a facial or doing my nails or pre-pandemic times a massage. Also diffusing some calming essential oils or lighting a candle and sipping some nice tea from Heidi Schmidt. Yes to the tea. Yes. Yes. Yes to the essential oils. Yes to anything that physically moves you. You know, essential oils are really powerful because they stimulate so many different parts of our brain and they have such a wonderful impact on us. So I wanted to make sure that we talked about that and touched on that because it's so important.
1: And there were a couple also that I just, I love. They were quick. So taking naps, eating well in optimal amounts and movement and joy. And that was Michelle Reinhart. Let's see. Ann Downs said, "Out oh, one method of self-care for me is to say no to certain activities and to step away from activities if I'm getting burned out. That's great. It I love is. that. Especially you like when we reach aware that point. Yeah, like to well, your I'm,
0: point, you didn't yeah. step away. Yeah, right. I didn't, and you didn't, you know. And if, yeah, but but if you did that every day, you'd be on the path to burnout. Yes. Right? So this is also like there may be times you have to, but you can't do it every day. Right. right? So really, right. balancing that. I want to take a moment um, and talk." And kind of call out someone special in our group, Samantha Daisy. Samantha has joined our group maybe about two months ago. She's been such an incredible addition to our group. So supportive. And she gave us a a great tip and then proceeded to send me a whole document. So I want to make sure that I share some of hers. But this one that she shared I love. She says she puts two hands on her heart for five minutes because it releases oxytocin. And then when going to bed and her mind races, she does this to calm herself and center herself and she finds herself falling asleep in minutes. And being able to use your own personal body's energy to calm yourself as a self-care routine is a wonderful way. So this is a practice that we all should be doing so that we can create the kind of life that we want. A couple of other um, ideas that she had or sent is she says she walks um, on grass or sand barefoot. Oh, yeah, like it's I think it's called grounding or yeah, something. Centering yeah, centering and grounding yourself with Mother Earth and also invigorating music is, is another one. She has a whole list. And I'm on, I'm gonna share it in the in the show notes. We're gonna put it in our thing and share it in the show notes because it's so magnificent. So thank, you, thank Samantha, you Samantha for being such an incredible addition to our community. To our community. Okay. So, as you know, I want to talk for just a minute about my crazy self care routine. I shared with you exercise, high impact get it all out, leave nothing. I like kickboxing because <laughs> leave
1: nothing. Leave no nothing. Although, Make it
0: bleed. well, I do end up almost vomiting half the time because oh, I push God. myself too much. That is um, like
1: my worst nightmare. Yes.
0: Uh, my morning coffee with my dogs is my m- most happiest self-care routine. I sip my coffee. I have dachshunds and they fit. Like I have a, ch- I have a chair with arms and they, fit either stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. on the left side of my leg, my thigh, or one on each thigh. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and I pet them, and I sip my coffee, oh. and then Stella comes in. My Stella's my big black lab, and she inevitably always steals a sock in the morning. There's always a random sock on the floor from my my daughter who's left a sock or my husband and she comes in with just this sock in her mouth and and then she leans her whole body into you and we pat. so I have this whole that's my wonderful morning routine and, and something that is self-care to me and then um my newest is so talking about listening to a podcast I have been obsessed with mystery and murder by Dr. Phil because I love true crime and my whole cohort book club group listens to it, so we all talk about it, and it has become my self-care routine. I know, murder, mysteries. And Jackie's a huge Dr. Phil fan. I am, and it's funny because none of my friends... So I didn't discover this podcast. A friend of mine did, and she recommended, she goes, but I hate Dr. Phil, and I was like, I love Dr. Phil. So she's like, how do you love Dr. Phil? Now she listens, she's like, he's so not judgmental, he's so fair, he's so pragmatic, and he's kind, even though... People are wrong, and he's stern. Mm-hmm. He's kind and fair, and I was like, "Yep." So that's been my new like love self care because I just get lost in the story, and I just I
1: just love it. So that's great. It feels thoughts. good. Yeah. Well, my I have a lot of what I would call micro habits, mm-hmm. like I put a little essential oil on all that kind of stuff. Uh, but my big thing that I can't live without is my journal. Right. So first thing in the morning, the journal comes out. Even if I'm just writing a line, some days it's more. Um, And very often at the end of the day as well, and always reading, mostly fiction, Uh, although I do read business books too, but I always have to have good fiction. And and I was thinking if I had a dream like self-care... Um, and no one's going to be surprised by this. It would be to book myself in like an oceanfront bungalow with a stack of books Mm. by myself. (laughs) No phone. (laughs) You know what mine would be? To have a masseuse
0: who can come to my house every single day. Oh, that sounds, that would be mine. Yeah,
1: that sounds awesome. That would be
0: mine. (laughs) Yeah, me
1: too. I wouldn't mind that either.
0: All right, right, ladies, we are sweltering, so we are going to cut this one short. We are dying, but we are so happy that you are here with us today. If you like this episode, you found it fun, you found it interesting, and you just get a kick out of us, do us a favor, give us a five-star review, let us know what you love, reach out to us, Jackie at The Resting Mind, Mimi at The Resting Mind. We're here, we want to hear from you, let us know what else you want to hear about. So until next week, cheers Cheers to your magnificence.
1: magnificence. If you like this episode, leave us a review. It'll help more Gen X ladies find us so they can make their life magnificent.